0: Standing by the light, once she's been to, where she's gone through, she should know wrong from right. How you feeling? How you feeling? Sounds good. Mm, Feeling that—that's yellow. Who am I? Just am I just a fool? Hi.
1: (laughs) Said you were connected. Yeah, no, I was on Mm. there. I was uh and go I think I'll get my other pair of glasses. Do you have you have the um the thing that you get in your 40s where you get to pull pull the thing away further away from your face um to read it to be able to see anything. This is the very sh- And they put the bifocals or the progressives?
0: Yeah, I mean the, the short version is yes, I do have that. And um
1: on top of yeah. that, I have a thing. I have a separate prescription for just when I'm at the computer Yeah yeah, Because my regular glasses make it I'll, I'll save it for the show it, But I, can't I'm on a whole journey right now uh, We don't have time for this today a sh- Chautauqua,
0: Chautauqua. Mm-hmm. 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 Potlatch <laughs> Comanche mm-hmm. I was reading about the Comanches You know they had horses in the 1700s
1: Oh my god I went down the worst Merlin rabbit hole I've <sighs> been on in a long time Do you still want to know about my glasses after that? Yeah Not really, go ahead Rabbit hole. Well, I mean, I just was gonna drop it that if, if.
0: Oh, 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 geez! So I haven't done this one in a while. Let me see if I can still do this. Oh, hang on. Uh,
1: um.
0: Oh, I don't think this. Oh, hello. I don't think this will be in tune, but. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Rabbit hole. What did I do? Did I just do an F. Was that it? Oh, sorry, that's my segue. No, I like this one better. You Is got it, a capo on No, I don't believe in capos. I think the capos are a lie. Oh, God, that's really out of tune, isn't it? It's a nice guitar, though. A noun's a special kind of word. It's every name you've ever heard. You know it's quite interesting. A noun's a person, place, or thing. I don't like it I, I it bugs me sometimes when people put a capo on the first fret i think really you couldn't it just i think it's like a third fret and up kind of thing here's what i will allow i will allow a capo personally and you know if you don't if you disagree with this you're wrong <laughs> i will allow a capo between the third fret and the fifth fret no higher okay <laughs> dude did, did you just not learn how to play guitar dude just play in a different key i understand but like you want to do obviously you want to play the greatest chord of all time which i just played which is a g major open greatest well actually technically d d with an added f sharp is the best one but it's out of tune but oh jesus christ the capo is a lie and we need to stop I'm carrying those capos like a baby and when I see somebody in the movie put a capo I think I saw a movie I want to say like a R.I.P frightened rabbit uh really good frightened rabbit uh uh song and I think he had it on like the first fret I was like really doesn't that just make everything more difficult like if you really need to go what do you, so what do you half, think about
1: dropping your tuning half a step like slash uh, oh
0: uh, well, it depends. It depends on the strings. It depends on the action. Let's say that they're, on... they're
1: Ernie Balls 10s. Ernie Ball 10s. Yeah.
0: Uh, you'll probably be okay. You might want to go with some slinkies. But super, I'm a su- big super fan. Slinkies. I like a drop D. I like a. Anyway, Can you play but you're getting but, yeah, I think I did it wrong. I don't have a tuner on this. But but you know what's nice, drop D, then you can do like uh Cinema Girl. You know?
1: Play it let's I don't hear time. You know when you let's tell me about
0: it. something you like, I'll retune my guitar and then play <laughs> some re- uh, Oh, Girl. later on you mean?
1: Or <laughs> Oh, it's a little early now, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, we're only like <laughs> like four minutes in, but mm, is, how close is that D? Is that D pretty close?
0: And then you just go. Let's see here. I should be able to do this.
1: good radio, huh? Mm-hmm. This is Merlin Tunes' guitar. We could do a whole, whole sequence. This. Oh, Jesus.
0: I used to not play Cinema Girl. Oh, shh. Anyway, he wants to play with the Cinema Girl Is the basic story. Mm-hmm. He feels, in some, that he could be happy the rest of his life with a mm, girl. Yeah. girl. Um, I love it, I love it. The problem is, like, it's, like I say, it depends on how slinky you are, what your action is. Slash plays, uh, usually a Les Paul mm-hmm. standard. Yeah, Very heavy, giant heavy guitar, great action, you, pretty low action. So he tunes down to D sharp? Right, E flat D sharp. You can call it what you want. That's so weird, that's so odd hey okay i get it water park's coming along um but i think it can be very cool i I like weird tunings um i mean it's kind of fun because like then like especially on an acoustic guitar i feel like because then you can let different and more strings ring and and it makes it really beautiful I never got into like full on like Sonic Youth style, uh, tunings. I never
1: really quite understood that. Oh, yeah. That seemed like a little bit of a novelty. You know, there's all the open <laughs> tunings that you'd use for like, for stuff like blues, if you're playing with a slide and all that yeah, stuff. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it's interesting. Also there's like uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I used to, to, to help me on wine. Sometimes I would just play Everlong. But by, by the food Fighters for a long time which is an extreme I suggest if you have a guitar and I think you do you should uh, tune up get some get some tab and uh, it's it's really easy to play and it just it sounds so good on an acoustic guitar. You saying
1: it makes you sound like you know what you're doing Well,
0: it gives you it's like you know I have, I have a pal named Stephen. Hi Steven Stephen Fox what? who I used to play in bands with. Uh, I, he used to work at Twitter. I bet he doesn't work there anymore. But anyway, Stephen <laughs> and I uh, came smart. up Tallahassee. <laughs> well, came, came up playing in bands together in Tallahassee. I doubt he's a listener. But if anybody sees see Stephen, I used to see, see Stephen sometimes at the comic meetups, but now we don't even have that. It's still a psychic um and uh and uh but here's the thing about steven and steven and i played in a band i think i i, I must have told you the story at some point but but our friends who owned a bar where we all mostly played and drank and saw bands uh Bow wow wow was com- going to be coming through town and they needed a, like a, a not a last minute but like basically it was expensive considering to get bow wow wow and they just needed somebody who'd play for beer <laughs> and so thus was born in 1998 the Tallahassee super group called Parachute Pants that included <laughs> members of Flanders, Cotoris Rex. Um, let's see. Um, oh shit, that really good ska band, Dolce, uh, Fish, uh, Fishbone. uh, Fishbone, Bacon Ray. And like, we all uh played in this band and we did. We learned by the time we were done after like whatever, I don't know, we did this for like two years, I guess. I don't know, I forget when it started, but we basically eventually knew like 40 80s covers. And I, you know, I'm like I'm that guy that just like knows the Mel Bay easy version of everything. I just mm-hmm. figure out because I'm an idiot and I don't want to be good at guitar, I just, you know, I would fake it, but Steven would always learn the part. Mm. And it wasn't difficult. Well, I, I I say that, but I mean it was because he was very talented and he tried really hard. But when Steven who was who was the lead guitar player, I was just the front man singer. Guitar guy, but Steven like knew the would know the parts, and it completely changed the complexion of the songs. Because if you've ever seen somebody cover a song and it doesn't have that one part that played that one way, you're always like, I feel a little bit,
1: I don't know, misled. Yeah, man. Because that that's point, the part. you're like, yeah. Even if, you know what's what? worse than that? Yeah, you know it's worse than that. What? When an actual the actual band? Oh, they well, do. Now, you, like I think U two, different... two has an
0: album. Yeah, yeah. U two has an album. Where they're gonna like covering their own music? Mm-hmm. I've been going through a Def Leppard thing again. So, like for example, I don't have a pick. Is the other problem? Should I get a pick? You'd use your Coke nail. Coke nail. So, like for example, when I would do solo acoustic shows, I like played by myself, I did a funny bit—a bit that I regarded as funny. Which was really, I can't remember, it's the 90s, man. And so like, I haven't tried this in years, but like I did this completely fake version of photograph and working for The Weekend" medley. And I played both songs wrong, but they were close enough. So I would go like,
1: oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Dan, I might need new strings.
1: When you did that chord you just did, especially with the way that you've got it tuned a little bit, it's making me yeah. think of that, um, that one song. What was the band that Neil Young was part of with everybody's name in it? For like, he was there for like a Crosby, Stills, National. yeah, for like eight minutes he was there. He was it's in one a, of those songs um, that they did. He,
0: he had worked with so like so. I'm get this um, Crosby had been in the Birds, mm-hmm. Stephen Stills, and he, and and Neil Young had been in Buffalo Springfield, and
1: um, the English guy. Graham Nash had been in the. Carry holidays. on is the one I was thinking of. Yeah, I'm playing it in my headphones car- now. You can't hear it, but that- okay. Car- carry on. Well, you know they also did. I mean, like you know they did. Ohio was the four. Though. Ohio was great.
0: Do you know that story about like? I them do, crying? but I, I think
1: people should hear it.
0: No, no, I got I got other things to talk oh. about here. So so I would come out and I go, hey everybody, thanks for coming out to the student union. Let's see. Which is not right. That's not how Phil Collin plays it. I'm not alive, I'm in love, got a photograph, picture of. And then I hilariously segue, then I do into this. Let's see, let's see. Fur, fur, fur. Oh, look what you've done to this rock and roll crowd. And then I go into working for the weekend, which I play wrong too. I do this. <laughs> Everyone's looking to see
1: if it was you. want to hear pretty music Marlon.
0: yeah I'm sorry I want to start I can't stop I need to do this more there's so much to be said about getting back on the horse um I think Neil Young is pretty amazing he's a very weird guy and I really like a lot of his early 70s stuff and I think it might be some of the great albums I think everybody knows this is nowhere is incredible Obviously, people know Harvest, but then he's got that trio of records. You get like whatever, like on the beach and Zuma and the, the heroin when his band all died from heroin years. Um, I don't think that's what he calls it, but that's where you get into stuff. You later, you know, that song "A Lot of Love" covered by Nicolette Larson. That's that's a Neil Young song. La 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 la. You know that song? You also get into "Down by the River." Of course, you get into um, "Cortez the Killer." You get into all those. Like E minor dirges, which I love. Hello, cowgirl in the sand. <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring the program. Sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Sponsors. Uh. I. I finally. I broke my. I didn't break my glasses. I. I thought, nobody cares. Yes. And I'm finally. I'm going in.
1: You're gonna get a checkup. An eye exam.
0: No. See, here's the problem, Dan. It's like talking to fucking anybody. Whether mm. it's my wife or my shrink or anybody. I'm like, look, I know this stuff is easy for you guys. I know booking appointments with people is easy for you people because that's what you're good at. And as we know, people like to do things that they're good at. It's a comfort. It's a skill. And everybody's like, well, why don't you just go? Why don't you just go to the thyroid specialist? And I'm like, well, yeah, well, why don't I just like become six feet tall and fly? And then like my I so my I cleaned my glasses. And in cleaning my glasses, I damaged my glasses. This is like a you month You pressed too hard or something. Y'all I have a jewelry cleaner. Around. I have a jewelry cleaner that I use for cleaning things. And I did what anybody would do. And a, I think there was too much ammonia in there because ammonia is very good for lots of cleaning purposes. But I think it, it screwed up my glasses. It uh, got a permanent physical smudge. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. Which sounds like a Philip Roth novel. <laughs> permanent, but... permanent physical. Smudge title uh, and um, and so that's what I'm dealing with I haven't been able to see and like because like, yes I do have progressive lenses and I can't tell if you're messing with me and I, I have to imagine you are but we talked about this on Roderick on the line extensively yesterday I've got like John no, I'm not, John I'm just not messing got, with you at all John just got progressive lenses, which I have had. I have so had them, here, and you know what?
1: I just tried them again about a yeah. month ago, and guess what? Had to return them and go back to the stupid bifocals.
0: That's what my lady friend did, and and so so here. Long, long story short, it comes down to this: my wife insists, like, "Oh, you just go in, you just go to an optometrist." I'm like, "Look, I look every single optometrist that is easy for me to get to has terrible." Ratings. We missed our appointment at Warby Parker up in Corda Madeira, and they were like, No, if you're one minute late, we can't help you. So, two weeks ago, I was going to get glad, fine, that didn't work out. Now I'm just ready to go to anybody in the hood, whatever. Finally, I broke down and I just made an appointment, and don't be creepy, uh, for Thursday at the Lens Crafters at our mall, which will be my third trip to the mall this week, which is about as much as I've been in the mall in the last
1: eight years. <laughs> Um,
0: Discounting solely Apple store trips Like I don't just go to Zara And try on tights And I don't like Japanese pancakes Sue me So here's the thing Like I'm going to do that But you know what I did last night? I rode my scooter to the Walgreens And I bought reading glasses because i'm losing my goddamn mind trying to see things because mm, yeah. my vision's broken three different ways far away not good up close not good but that good in a different way yay plus i have astigmatism and which is not a huge problem but like just everything is so bad and finally i was like i was like last night i was like fuck it i am going to the drugstore i'm sorry i cursed i'm going to go to the drugstore and i'm going to go buy some of those dumb reading glasses and it helps a little bit, mm. but I just thought, you know, it's worth you know pissing on a spark plug. Who knows what's going to happen at Lens Crafters on Thursday?
1: Lens craft Everything's works. such a jam up. Mine is Dan. so bad that, they, a that a Lens Crafter. How bad is it? It's so bad. That a lens crafters Whoa. or any of the like regular places that you go are completely unable to ever. That's me trying to get my e-bike. Ever,
0: yes. Yeah, I've been following. That. No interest, sorry. And you have astigmatism as well, correct? Yeah, and it's that's when your your eye is slightly uh, like oblong instead of round. You're oblong. I am. Yeah, that's something like made that. me, so it,
1: What it does for people who are,
0: but it's a it's a it's a distortion in the shape of your eye. That's not a game, and it's like not going to be a. Um, a species-ending eye event, but it, it does contribute to what makes getting your prescription correct challenging, yes?
1: Yeah, because with nearsightedness or even farsightedness, it's, it's pretty simple. But with an astigmatism, there are a lot of different factors, and there's something called like an axis and other things yeah, that yeah. go into Orbi- it. Yeah, yeah,
0: orbital, and yeah, yeah, all that stuff. And, and yeah, so yeah. if
1: it's even slightly wrong, especially as your astigmatism gets stronger and stronger... Um, mm. The stronger your astigmatism, the more the more you notice that the lens isn't perfect. And mm. any of those places, hmm. they completely cannot make. A lens so for interesting. At all. So they have to. Okay. I have to go yeah. to like one. There's like one glasses shop in all of Texas. They can get it right. Same thing when I was in Florida too. There's only one place. Otherwise, they make it, remake it, make it, remake. I it. Takes, the wand, takes the wand, finds the wizard. Damn. Most people are like, "Oh man, I don't want to wait a whole hour for my glasses to get done. I have to wait two months." Oh, you have a lot of problems.
0: I know. Um, so I'll work on that. It's okay, but like you know, watching TV and stuff, I notice the difference. I look at, I end up um, a lot of the day. I'm looking at a computer screen mm-hmm. of one kind or another, and like the difference, you know, is really. The thing I was saying to Roderick yesterday that's so funny is even though I haven't put my glasses on, because there's no point, it's not like the arm lost its French screw, Uh remember that? (laughs) Um, It's not like that. I mean, it's like there's a giant, permanent, physical, literal Philip Roth smudge across both lenses that it looks like I was eating chicken and decided to fondle my frames, except permanent (laughs) and physical. Okay. Not psychic, not emotional. It's a kind of physical trauma, and so I don't even put them on. But like, I still do this thing though, where I'm at my computer, and I it's and the the, the irony is, my glasses have never helped with the computer. It's almost exactly between the two points where the glasses do anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know how there's the top part for far away, the bottom part for close up, and then the no man's man land in the middle. And it's like, but I I still keep doing this thing, even though I don't have. I keep doing this thing like this. Like, um, you know, kind of trying to, like, uh, look at something. Now, was, is there a difference between progressive frames and index frames? Index, index, or uh, lenses. Index is a term you used to use. Are those the same thing? High index is actually it. And oh, it's your index
1: is high. So okay. what What that is. That's the good kind of fat. Yeah. What that is mm-hmm. is when you have a relatively strong prescription, they can, instead of doing the regular lenses, they, um, how they called? Polycarbonate? I think poly yep. lenses yeah. um, instead of doing those, because those would start to get very thick, f- very quickly. They upgrade you to a more expensive lens, which is called high index. And that is the same thing, but it's uh. thinner. So it, you wind up oh, not I having see. Coke bottles. So bottle you don't get glasses? them Coke bottles.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, here's, here's my plan. And I, it's one of those plans where, you know, because of how I am and my dopamine, mm. I won't do anything for years. And then suddenly I go, well, Here's the thing, it's happening today, and so the thing that's happening is, I'm going to go to LensCrafters, and unless it goes horribly wrong and I literally lose an eye, Mm. I want to walk out of that goddamn mall with a pair of, like, maybe, what's the term, like, the Morrissey frames, what do they call them? Oh, NHS glasses, or the kind of glasses they give you, like, when you're a Marine. Like, I want the cheapest frames that they've got, and I want to fix my farsightedness, and I'm going to walk out of there with glasses and, importantly, a prescription. Then I'll get a redo yeah, of the things that I like that from Harvey Park. You can shop exactly. that thing
1: all over San Francisco.
0: You know, this is like the wedding photographers that you know on the back of the prints it says, you know, property of Usurious Wedding Industries. Do not copy. You know that kind of thing. I went to the sports basement last night, and they fixed my tire, and they did not seem to have a problem with it. That's all you he needed. Hey, Casey and, and Michael, if you're listening, thank you. Thank you very Are they the much. Stars, do you think? Um they Casey did the main fixing. I don't want to talk out of school or I don't want to talk out of out of Stonestown Galleria. But the um but Casey was my main dude. Casey was great. Like Casey like in looked like 10 minutes, he like shoo 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 shoo. Like I didn't even have time to like try on shorts like he was he did it really fast and then Michael Michael's the one I kind of bonded more deeply with because there's something you meet somebody and you can tell them they might be in your caress, they're probably in your grandfather yeah. and Michael and I kind of hit it off really quickly and we talked about our wives and uh, and it was nice and and he's like he's like what can I ask you what what kind of work do you do And this is probably a bit he's probably like an assistant manager and knows to ask things like this. I said, well, actually I make podcasts. He said, oh, that's great I said, yes I make jokes on the internet. And he says, well, um, what's the show called? And I was like, and of course, I responded, like I always respond, which is, oh my gosh, thank you, that's nice of you to ask, like what kind of podcast do you enjoy right now? He's like, oh, I like political podcasts, blah, blah, blah. So I recommended, as I usually do, Reconcilable Differences, because I think that's the least weird of the four podcasts I do. Yeah, Requires the least ramp in. And there is, except for the weeks where John is, talks about a colonoscopy for an hour, except for those weeks, it's, it's less likely to be one where you turn it on and go, what is this? Like, if I'd said this, Michael might be listening to me tune my guitar. Not really tune my guitar. Try to tune my guitar live. as for my job. And then I also wrote down, he's like, oh, yeah, tell me your stuff. And I was like, oh, I saw, I saw, in fact, you could just go see, like, five minutes ago, I was ranting on Twitter about local bike shops and how much they suck. And he's like, well, tell me about that. And so I sent him to my, you know, hotdogsladies.omg.lol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, landing page. So I don't know. Michael might be listening. I doubt it. Dan, I never assume media consumption, especially if it's my media. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. I did have this idea. I had this idea for the last year of something I keep wanting to try. And it's so mean, but I'm so curious. You'll see somebody out and about obviously doing... I'm going to say what I think. Out there doing something for Instagram i'm not saying taking photos to go put on their instagram i'm talking about they're doing they're making content yeah and so there's like like an asian lady holding a flower in the park or there's somebody doing six skateboard moves and i keep i I don't have the guts to do this because i'm i think i'm too nice to do this but i really want to like sometimes i want to approach approach a youth and go hang on a minute i think i've seen your channel and like, I'm imagining that I can probably do like a cold reading with them yeah. and pretty quickly get to, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you do like a pretty sick TikTok video like late last year? And almost everybody you asked that too is going to go, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah it, did. it did. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see how long I can keep it going.
1: But do you feel that there's now, because of your advanced age, there's too much of a disconnect between believability that you would actually know what TikTok was or have used it? <laughs> right. I mean, possibly... Because I, but... I feel that about, my, about myself, so that's why I'm asking.
0: Yeah, no, I understand. But, like, the problem is when you're dishonest, you don't have to be right. <laughs> you, you just have to... And this will be... This This gets this to my topic this true. week, which is ChatGPT. Ah. And, when, once, and when, when you see Stephen Wolf from Alpha... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his married mm-hmm. name. Sorry, where's the goddamn... Okay. Mm. When Stephen Wolf from Alpha <laughs> explains how ChatGPT works, you go, Oh, my God. On the one hand... It's so obvious, and on the other hand, oh, my God, now I'm even more amazed that, that it works at all. But, um, uh, yeah, dishonesty uh, covers a lot of, uh, you know, because then I can say something There's like, oh, wait, you know about TikTok? That's what youth sound like to me. And I would say, oh, you know, my kid, my son, my son loves TikTok, so I end up seeing a lot of stuff on TikTok, and I see stuff. But, like, yeah, I mean, really, only the cream rises, and I do love sick skateboard videos. Yeah, sure. Aren't you that guy who almost landed a move one time? No. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Stick with it. I bet you'll get it. <laughs> I never land the move. No. Oh, that was a sick rail fall. Um, You had sent me something quite festive. Here's what I've got in front of me. You can go wherever you want with this. Uh-huh. The, I have three-ish things that I've put into the document. Um, you sent me a very interesting um, comic from The Oatmeal, which is a very fun uh, comic website yes you sent me um a photo of an ipad with a keyboard and you said your game has been changed and then i would if you'll allow it time permitting i'd like to talk a little bit about chat gpt that's what i've got
1: Uh, yeah
0: let's let's do it oh and then we also have like a private thing to talk about privates (laughs) well i like that
1: (laughs) no see that
0: sounds weird when i say something see but like if you say something like that my advice never give the internet never give the internet a puzzle if you give the internet a puzzle oh try yeah to who everything.
1: knows what they'll come up with yeah
0: yeah i just i just want you to give them full something.
1: answers you want to leave no questions no you want to be
0: fuck- <clears throat> no you merely want to be boring because if you're boring and you're not sweaty about stuff if you just if you continue to be boring and not and not an interesting person then people on. won't try to solve your puzzle you know, yeah. and, and as, uh, as, uh, as Jeff Probst will tell you, you know, the thing is you got to really dig in, really got to start working on that puzzle. I'm not going to play any more guitar. Did you want to tell me, oh wait, so oh, sorry, quickly in band. So does it, does that, is any of, is what, what, uh, so my, my topic is going to be chat GPT. W- what, is there anything thing you'd like to talk about of, of those things or other things?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, we can start with the easy stuff, the low hanging fruit, as you say, and we mm-hmm. can talk about the, um, the keyboard. Oh, the thing? keyboard.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you want to talk about something you like now, or do you want? Oh, wanna, let's do that uh, first.
1: We'll do that first.
0: Dan, would you please tell me about something? You Hello, like?
1: Tushy. Hello, Tushy. Hello, uh, Merlin. Did you know oh. that on average oh. Americans use fifty-seven oh. sheets of uh, TP? I'll just say TP. We'll keep it clean. Yeah. Every single day, so that's... I use the TP of 10 men. 36 billion rolls of toilet paper every year. This results in the loss of 15 million trees, 437 billion gallons of water, 253,000 tons of bleach. Tushy, however, uses only one pint of water when it washes you, and that's how it works. And you need only a few sheets of toilet paper to pack dry. Now, why are we talking about this? Because toilet <laughs> paper is one of the most expensive things that you can buy, and... You're literally flushing it down the toilet, right? So, uh, this is where Tushi comes in. Have you ever heard of a bidet? If you're not from Europe, you might not know what a bidet is. It's spelled B-I-D-E-T. So, I would think most Americans would pronounce yep. it differently. Bite it, bite it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what this does is, this is—I uh, mean, it's if if you don't know what a bidet is, look it up. It it, it cleanses you. Dan, it purifies don't sell you. this.
0: Don't sell this short and don't just read all this copy from these purifies monsters. you. Here's what you need to know about a bidet. What, do we need to know? what you need to know about a bidet is that everybody in the rest of the world I was about to say civilized world, They'll but then that implies one. an uncivilized world. Everybody in the world thinks the way we wipe is just so barbaric. And in other places in the world, especially our friends over in Europe, they have much more commodious means for finishing their 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 special private times. Mm-hmm. And that's where the bidet comes in and if you going, hey what is that was there a water fountain on the ground what are you seven yeah that's a bidet my friend and it's a game changer
1: i mean what else Over. can you say it about It's uh, amazing. anything i
0: mean i got a lot of thoughts about bidets but that's to me that's the log line if you like yeah <laughs> and they do and they do love poop puns well this is what's cool if, you, about- if you're immune to if you don't like poop
1: puns this may not be the bidet for you <laughs> there's a lot of poop puns oh my god have you, did you get yours? No, it has not arrived yet. Oh boy, it was a lot of poop puns. Mine was ordered uh, after yours. So I'm, I think next week I should have it. But this is what's cool about it. And I haven't done this personally, but it attaches to your existing toilet. And so you have a round toilet, elongated toilet. There's a, a version for each of those, but you don't need like an electrician or a plumber or anything like that. You are able to just put this thing on yourself and you're going to cut down on your use by 80%. You're going to save money. You're going to save the paper. Cause who wants to worry about the paper i don't want to worry about paper there's enough to worry about and mm-hmm. this is the thing they have you know the, what they always say this say the job's never done in a
0: job it, 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 the job's not finished until the paperwork's done that's that's, <laughs> that's what <it's> right like,
1: <laughs> and they've so they've got the bidet attachment they've got an ottoman they've got a toilet brush they've got a stand they've got tissues they got all of this stuff if you want to go uh as they say ham on it you can go ham on it you can get everything mm-hmm. but this is the thing like you're wondering like wait a second. What about the Toshi Bidet itself? How does the bidet c- get clean? Merlin, it cleans huh. itself. The call is coming from inside the house. It cleans huh. itself before and after every use. It has this thing called the Smart Spray. It's an automatic self-cleaning nozzle. I feel like people who are germaphobes and have OCD like I do, that that's an important detail. So I want to I mention that. It doesn't need any electricity or additional plumbing it cuts uh-huh. toilet paper use by the 80%. You've got to remember that, the 80%. And here's uh-huh. the other thing 60 uh-huh. day risk free guarantee, 12 month warranty. Well, what do they do with the ones you send back? I don't know. I, I imagine they have them destroyed. I think they take them out. It's not back like socks for homeless shelters. Honestly. You say they do something with burying them? They take them out back and bury them. It's what I think. Oh, I see. They do an old yeller yeah. on it. It's your dog. So this is what I would like for our listeners to do, Marlon. They must go to HelloTushy, H-E-L-L-O-Tushy, T-U-S-H-Y, HelloTushy.com, forward slash, back to work. The promo code, back to work, will give them 10% off their first order. And I've been requested by this read here that I need to say this again. HelloTushy.com, forward slash, back to work. Stop wiping, start washing, Go check it out. This is uh, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited to try this out. But you have tried it, right? Do You have it? Is it hooked up? Do you have a round bowl? I have it, have but I haven't, I haven't hooked bowl? it up. I haven't. Huh? Do you have a, a round or elongated? D- you're focusing on implementation details. Yes, what that's you need what I to know.
0: Ab- well, yeah, but like I understand that. But like, just so y'all know, if you're interested in getting like a, a, a pretty cool, affordable bidet for your bathroom, you're not gonna unless you have. And they explain this all in their little uh, booklet. Uh, unless you have a commercial toilet in your house. You could probably even do that, but if you've got like a regular, like standard human toilet, an American toilet, mm-hmm. <laughs> like y- you, you're gonna be surprised how easy it is to hook this up. I told you I've had something like this before, and I got rid of it because it looked like something from Chernobyl, mm-hmm. and it made me sad mm. to sit on mm. it. And this one's got a bamboo button, so I don't feel sad. I haven't hooked it up yet, but you know, um, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. But hello, Tushy. And where do they go? Say it thrice and it's almost like praying, Dan. Where, where do they go to get one of these little
1: bad boys? hellotushy.com slash back to work. Back to work. All right. I think you guys should check it out. They're, they're also surprisingly affordable. They are, yeah. I don't know
0: if they want us to say that, but...
1: Um, we can say
0: whatever I, I thought it would be more costly than this. What do I know? I don't know. Thank you, Thank you so much to um, Hello Tushy for supporting 5 by 5 and back to work. You got a keyboard for your, you have, there's the big, big iPad and a little, littler. I'm saying big and little.
1: Mm. 11 inch. But
0: the, so that's, that's not the, not the giant cafeteria tray one. You've got, yeah, you've got like the normal sized one, right? Yeah, the
1: regular one. Like I got it, regular. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just standard. <laughs> My wife's very, very
0: old. Yeah. Back when the big iPad first came out. Yeah. It's so funny. The bezel on it is so common. You mean the The bezel? mm-hmm I do and it's so big it's so big. plenty of room to hold it get your thumbs all over the just. <laughs> so you had talked about this couple four weeks ago yeah. that you were considering getting one of the in my opinion my god okay is it okay yeah no I think there's literally I'm I can't I'm not gonna look but I'm pretty sure if I look outside I'm gonna see a big yellow caterpillar a piece of equipment made by Caterpillar, and it's just going to say the dropping machine. Oh, yeah. Because it sounds like there's a machine that's just out there literally dropping beams. That's all that it's doing. Yeah. I drop threads, and I drop rhymes, and I drop you like a bad habit. Huh. Um, And so... But you were considering. I think they're kind of costly. These little these. Uh, they're extremely uh, costly.
1: I'm putting. They're it in pretty
0: costly. Now. I I don't know if I got the right one, Dan. I put a link to Magic Keyboard for iPad Pro 11 inch, fourth generation. Yes,
1: is that yours? No, what I got is the Logitech Combo Touch iPad Pro oh, 11 inch, first, second, third, shoot. fourth gen, 2018, 2020, 2021, 2022 keyboard case detachable backlit keyboard, oh, click lower trackpad oxford for Gray USA layout. Mm-hmm. Oxford Gray. So if you reload, it is now in the show notes. Uh, It is expensive. It is not the Apple one. It is not the Apple one. I like the Apple one a lot. But I found that when I tried it out in person with someone who had one, I found that it it felt extraordinarily heavy.
0: Top heavy.
1: And I didn't didn't love that. But I did like how it kind of got it up off the desk a little bit. But
0: the hinge thing is very clever. It's just it's the, cool. the thing. I,
1: I, I the, the 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 thing I wanted. To,
0: well, there's a couple things I always want to just underscore. Be aware. Number one, like if you got a laptop and you like your laptop, just use your laptop. Right? It it, it is amazing to use one of these things on an iPad. It's absolutely incredible. But but a couple things is like first of all, like yes, it's it is it is a lot. Uh, a lot of money, right? And a lot of weight. But second, also, like, it doesn't feel like you're using a laptop. It does feel like a laptop in your fingers, but it doesn't feel like a laptop on your lap. It feels like this thing could fall over in literally any direction, any time, despite the very clever, you know, hinge mechanism. So, so give me the F's and B's on this uh, Logitech monster. Okay,
1: so it, I think it's about the same price, or maybe a little bit cheaper than the Apple one. But what I like in the like three hundred dollar. This is one hundred and sixty nine. Like oh, nice. So, I think that's a lot, uh, but and it's still a lot. Yeah. A friend of mine got one of these, and I asked him. I said, "Why don't you use the Apple one?" And he said, "Well, it's it's a little too heavy for me." And he said that what he also likes is the ability that this one has to disconnect from the keyboard. And then it's just sort of a, a cover around the back of the iPad with a kickstand built into it. And it uses – Logitech figured out the kickstand stuff. Oh, I don't know. When the iPads first came out, they came out with the way the, the kickstand works. It's so good. It's really, it's really like – it's strong. It's tough. And it works really mm-hmm. well. And I said, okay, I'm going to try this one out. And it really, really is great. The way that it works. I would still hate just, using this thing in my lap, though. I know it sucks for that. It's not good for that. If this you're is at a table, a like desktop. if
0: you're in the at, uh, if you're one of those places where you have a kitchen, and maybe you have like a like a like a like a bar, like a, a nook or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this would be like I do a lot of typing in the kitchen mm-hmm. and on an, on a computer, but like I I have an old shoebox that's exactly what I use. It's exactly the perfect height. If I know I'm going to be there, because sometimes I'm doing recipes, sometimes I'm doing, I'm ordering things, sometimes I'm just writing and I want a place to stand that, you know, and that, that all feels really solid, but you know, it's, it comes down to what you want this thing for, but do you still, you still feel like you really benefit, you still get all
1: the benefits from the touchpad. Right. You get the touchpad, which is great. Kind of magic. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. The keyboard, I find the Apple one to be significantly better than this one, but. To type on. To type on. But. Mm -hmm. Considering the compact size, this keyboard for the 11 inch iPad, I think they did a really great job. They didn't really do any compromises like everything. All the keys you want are there to be there are there and it works fine. It just doesn't feel as great as the Apple keyboard, which is funny because just a few years ago, every Apple keyboard sucked horribly. Uh, (laughs) Now I'm saying this one isn't as good but mm-hmm. it's still very good. And the thing and is... And the size is okay for you? Because nah. I, I think
0: I said previously, the, the frustration I have is like, for that amount of money, and yeah, I bought them for both of my iPads, um, I get so much more efficacy and enjoyment out of using it on my large iPad and using it on the iPad that's the size yours is on, mm-hmm. at least with the Apple one. Mm-hmm. Is, it feels, I don't know why, I know it's technically a full-size keyboard, whatever, but I think it still feels a little cramped. You don't, you don't feel that.
1: It is a little cramped and I wouldn't. There's not, a lot of satisficing going on to make this happen. Yeah, I would not want to, like there is under no circumstances would I think of this as like an iPad in general, but uh, certainly this keyboard and iPad setup as being like a primary way to do anything um oh uh, given all the options given all the options I am, if you've got a desktop
0: if you've got a macbook if you've yeah. got an ipad you've got an iphone like it's yeah it is that, that is also a funny thing about the ipad in some ways is like the the ultimate use for an ipad is to buy an ipad mini give it to your kid put it in a really good otter box case and just hope it doesn't break and it'll last you forever for what it needs to do yeah as as a working computer there's all kinds of asterisks and complexities not least of which is well what if something happens i mean I, i'm not trying to fud but like what if what if tomorrow there's a change in iOS whatever and like 16 I guess and like and like suddenly like you don't have this functionality. you only get this functionality out of the Apple version or Do you see this being something? Oh, this will replace me going to CES this year? I can bring this instead of a laptop and it's like all of those require a fair amount of Gaming out the things that not just the things you hope or imagine will happen But the things you wish wouldn't and won't happen Mm -hmm. and that's that's where it gets complicated and like sometimes i really just if i'm laying on the couch and get fixing to take a nap i just want to look at my phone or like at right. night when i'm reading i love reading on my ipad but like laying back with a CPAP mask on i it's not oh, it's kind of a pain to hold an ipad up in the air and yet there's certain kinds of things where it's just perfect like reading in normal conditions reading on an ipad is delightful to me i like it more than the kindle i like it more with my eyes the way they are right now i sure like it better than a physical book mm-hmm. But what do, you, what do you find yourself uh, using it for? When do, you, when do you, do you find yourself grabbing it and using it more now that it has the keyboard and, and then when you
1: do, what do you use it for? Well, even, if, even without the keyboard, I really like the kickstand on this thing. But with the keyboard, here's the thing for me, if i'm sorry so
0: you're saying i'm sorry okay i misunderstood i was not capturing you kept talking about the kickstand i didn't know why what you're saying is that there's a magnet thing on the back that has the we say kickstand but it's just like a little hinge that flanges out yeah. and holds it up yeah. that that is or can be separate from the part that provides a keyboard.
1: yeah you the, oh. the sort of you case need to tear it out wraps it. around the ipad it was in the show notes the case wrap around mm-hmm. wraps around the ipad you can then detach it and the keyboard is just sort of left there on the desk or wherever, mm-hmm. and now you've got an iPad that has a really nice uh prop on the back. Options are good. But I find that, like, for me, if I – it's a I use the iPad in a weird way. I use the iPad when I want to make sure that I don't do any work. It's actually yeah, – I, totally, I totally understand. I can it's do like, email. I can browse. It's like vaca- vacation mode.
0: Yeah. I'm deliberately – I've made a, a conscious and affirmative decision – To not do certain sorts of things. Some of those things include certain sorts of work. And I've deliberately, hobbled is a wrong and ableist word, but I've deliberately chosen something that will encourage me to do what I'm meant to be doing here rather than the thing that I potentially could do here. That's right. Over on this giant carousel that is my, you know, studio Mac.
1: I love this thing for when I want to force myself to not work. That's basically mm-hmm. the easiest Smart. way to say it. If if, sure, sure. if I want to make sure that all I'm going to be able to do is browse and do email and focus and, and stuff like that, but the keyboard is not good enough that I would say I could, like, take it to, you know, a coffee shop somewhere and like write the great American novel on it. It's just not that good of a keyboard. It just isn't Mm -hmm. the Apple one much better for that. But in a pinch, this one's great for doing emails. It's great. And all of these things are weird, but it's like, Hey, the keyboard's good, but I don't want to write the novel on it. But that means I'm going to write shorter emails. I'm going to get to the point faster. And (laughs) it's nice to be able to type though. The trackpad is genius on the iPad. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: it's, it is it is really magical.
1: But, you know, like, here's the the weird thing is, I feel like the convergence between, <clears throat> excuse me, between iOS and macOS, it's just getting more and more. We all know that. They're trying to be subtle about it and let apps run cross-platform and things like that. But eventually, I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take. It might be five years. It might be, you know, longer. But We're definitely just in an have... awkward stage right now, where it's one thing to like bring the aesthetics of iOS to
0: this to what we now call the Settings app. Yes, that's been controversial for I think pretty good reasons. Yes. or but like the the one that's to me uh, galling, frustrating is the Electron stuff. Like you know, Electron's fine for like what VS Code, mm-hmm. but uh, man, there's the Home app on the Mac is so frustrating to use. You know what I mean? And like, and like, but then there are some things where, like I said, the Eve app uh, by Elgato, Eve, um, using that iOS app, I don't know if I'm, this is going to make any sense, you could, because you can run some iOS apps on a Mac, mm-hmm. I would way rather use the Eve iOS app on my Mac than Apple's stock standard canonical home app mm. on my Mac. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And there's, but there's certain kinds of things, where, like these accommodations, like, like, I think Marco's done a, a really good job. I think it was mainly good planning that left Marco in a place where, like, he had to do almost no work to make Overcast work right. on a Mac. But it's meant to be used on a touch device. And so, like, there's not, like, a select all. There's not like a non-contiguous select. Right. There's all that kind of stuff. Like, and if you don't care or don't know what that means, that's fine. But like, for somebody who's actually trying to get something accomplished, you've now painted yourself into a pretty non-functional corner. Mm-hmm. If you've got a very efficient, high-tech way to not be able to do what you want to do.
1: And what is that thing called? Sideshow. Is that the thing? That thing that puts uh,
0: the oh 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 yeah. You mean like sidecar? Sidecar.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs>
0: Universal control, I, I think, is, I, you know, I mean, I could go on about universal control all day. It's completely changed how I work. Yeah. Having the, all these um, monitors. But, you know, could be another thing, now let me say something nice, which is that, like, the whole thing that made me want a keyboard with a touchpad for my iPad is the parts, are the parts of it that are actually incredible. And, like, here's, here's, your, here's the first thing you need to know. command space mm-hmm. like don't think of your ipad like a mac i mean and in some ways i mean don't think of it like a mac don't think of an ipad in the sense of like you've got to be swiping and clicking and all the and touching your screen all the time and don't think of it as a mac in terms of thinking you're going to get all the functionality right out of the box of exactly what you need to do but in between there's this amazing place where like command space which is obviously as with mac is spotlight And wherever you are at any time on your iPad, you hit command space and start typing. And I think that is extremely well implemented, right? All the way down to the first thing that it thinks is a match, you don't have to select it, you just hit return Mm -hmm. and it opens it. Mm -hmm but it's just, it's a great way to move between apps. Obviously command tab for moving between open apps, really great, that's, that's where this becomes powerful. If you want, if you will utilize a keyboard to do all of those things, if you'll learn the amazing number of actual keyboard commands that are in Apple's and third-party apps, this thing pays for itself in a month mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm.
1: ways. So anyway, I've got it, I like it, recommend it, I, I guess. I recommend Mm. getting a keyboard for an iPad of some kind, but the trackpad is the magic.
0: I agree. Yeah, I agree. I've had a whole, whole, whole bunch of these, including an earlier model of this one. Mm. I've had the, not slide, but uh, it's the one everybody talked about for a while. Um, I've had, I've had a whole, whole bunch of these. Um, And I mean, it's kind of like, I keep buying podcasts or I keep buying microphones and I always end up coming back to the one that I'm using right now. And, and th- this is this you like to make jokes about uh, being old as you call mm-hmm. it but like uh, for example like I just keep coming back to my cascade has been the same for years which is for almost everything I'd rather be on the most powerful desktop which with the biggest monitor I've got for other applications I want to be on the most powerful <laughs> laptop I can have and then there's different more specific kinds of things where I'd rather use a given iOS device in a given way, Mm. but that cascade hasn't changed, but that doesn't obviate the value of having a keyboard on an iPad. And I will bet you there are people, I mean, and some people obviously, there's there's this whole like stunt culture of people who are like, I move I'm all the way in, I don't do anything except on my Apple Watch. And it's like, okay, cool. And another people are like, I, I don't have any iPads. I do, I run my whole business through five iPads. It's like that's awesome. But like for most people, neither one none of that makes any sense. It's it is important though to learn like when it's worth paying a little bit more to get the good one when you could see the value derived out of that and i wouldn't be surprised at all i know there are people who can go on a business trip and take an ipad pro with a keyboard with them and be totally fine with everything they need to do i mean not least i mean let's come come back to the the i mean the cheat to all of this is adobe screens Mm 4. if you have adobe screens 4 running on your machines I mean, it's a. I always say the wrong thing. Not a VPN, but a VNC. Yeah, VNC. It's a VNC that enables you to like basically. It turns whatever screen and manipulation device and keyboard you're on right now into whatever Mac or uh, iPad you're connecting to. So, I mean, if you just need like, there's a lot of times where I just need to like do a, like a little do a little Fonzie and just smash the side of the uh, jukebox, but like from a different location. Or like, I want to make sure, here's one, Dan, mm-hmm. make sure that Maestrel, which is my Dropbox replacement, make sure that Maestrel is turned on at the office, mm. but I'm home and, I, you know, I took off my sweatpants and put on my more comfortable sweatpants. <laughs> like I don't, don't want to go to the office to like launch an app. So, and of course, I usually do this with a laptop at home, but I can also do it on uh, an iPad. You just open it up and Bob's your uncle. It's, and now, again, though, like what makes that powerful is you're using a keyboard and a touchpad on an iPad, but you're using it to manipulate and provide input, in this case, to an incredible one of the most powerful Macs made right now. It's a, I think there's a phrase we used to use in the late 90s, you don't hear as much anymore. Remember people talking about thin clients? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's not a mainframe, it's a thin client network. But like, yeah, there's this big computer here that does all the work. And then you've got this not a dumb terminal, because that does mean something, I guess, but but you've got you've got a way of like utilizing the both the network and the compute power of these big machines. But you don't we don't need to give everybody in here their own mini computer or their own mainframe right. <laughs> in order to to like, you know, send email. No. And that's kind of what that is. Like, and I, admittedly, it's a little bit of a cheat. I mean, you're, it's a Kobayashi Maru in some ways, where like if you have the ability to get onto a remote Mac, and I mean, it's, it'll work pretty much as fast as your network will run it. But like, all the power is happening. I've I've run not ChatGPT, but I've run like Diffusion uh, or draw draw things. I've I've pasted things into my office application of an AI drawing app just because it's so much faster. I wouldn't want to do it all day, but th- that's why. And then the four-finger swipe on a Mac. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're on, if I'm on my laptop and now I'm just crowing, but, like, I, I, there are times when I want to, like, I do, I'm a little bit weird and paranoid, and I sometimes just like to test that all of my screen stuff is still working. And so sometimes I'll open up, like, three screens into three different Macs or iPads, mm-hmm. and then full screen, right, yeah. hit the, the dingus, and then four-finger swipe, between those and whereas i'm not usually a big user of any of those separate desktop things Mm -hmm. that's incredibly powerful Mm -hmm. you set it and forget it just run it go it's not you're not using the compute power of that remote computer to run it all it's doing is showing you what the screen looks like and where you type and then you four finger swipe back and then if you forget about it don't worry you may get a bouncing icon later where for some reason like it's not loading up but like four finger swipe from you know right to left and you're there it's an exciting time I guess all times are exciting in
1: some ways. Yeah, and there's always something fun to uh, to do to try talk about. But for me, the iPad had just been sitting there on my rower mm-hmm. as my sitting on the rower YouTube viewport, and nothing doing more nothing than that for a long mm-hmm. time. And getting this is like okay, now I can use it for something else. But I still I totally feel like agree. iPads are like a weird, a weird in between that where where for someone like me, I can't quite. Get what I want out of it the way I can with a laptop, but it's not portable enough like a phone. It's a compromise to me. An iPad is in every single way a compromise. Right. It, it does it does nothing very well. the <laughs> The phone does a lot well. The computer does a lot well. And there's almost no overlap between the two, except for the fact that you can browse on both. You can do you know there's like things you can do on both, but the experience of doing it is incredibly different. -hmm, And the iPads kind of floating in in the middle of the Venn diagram with almost, and
0: and even Apple itself seems
1: fairly uncommitted.
0: Has seemed hmm. so. There are times when they're about to when they announce something and they seem really excited about the iPad. Um, And this is not unique to iPads, but like there are other times where like I guess they were talking about this on ATP with regard to what's going to happen with the Mac Studio versus like what's happening with the Mac Pro mm-hmm. and what are some reasons why that seems like a weird strategy that's difficult to understand now. And there's all, there's, I mean, given that we're talking here in the realm of speculation, there's a million things that you can think of, but the, there are just, it's just, there are times where you think, oh, this is it. This is going to be the year that they really make an, the iPad. It's sound like full fledged thing. And I, I don't say this out of, you know, I'm not bitter about this, but I don't, that ship's gonna sail if it does if that ship is gonna sail it's not gonna be what we think of as an ipad now it's probably gonna be closer to the last season of parks and rec and the grizzle pad like where you've just got like a clear piece of glass that does things Mm -hmm. i don't i would not expect personally and i'd love to be wrong i wouldn't personally expect giant leaps forward in the breadth of things an ipad can do sure they'll get more powerful they get better chips all those kinds of things but apple is a company that's been really good under tim cook as COO and tim cook as ceo i mean there's so much focus on being able to repurpose things like syracuse had a whole thing for like 15 minutes on why we're probably not going to see a new case for the mac pro and i think he made a really good case for it uh so to speak (laughs) um that was not, a, I didn't mean that as a pun. But anyway, so enough said. Um, but I, I, it's it's such an incredibly promising thing. But then you look back, I remember the first time, I. who was that guy, that one guy, that marketing guy, Buzz, one time was like, he was so, I met this guy at a meetup one time. He was so excited about his Windows, what did they used to call it, where you could flip the screen around, a tablet? Oh, yeah, or, the uh, Surface Pro. No, 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 this was like in the mid-2000s. Oh. And it had a stylus and the whole nine and he was, he loved, it's like, all you have to do is this. And then you just do these 13 distinct maneuvers and you can flip it around and it turns it into a VGA monitor. And it's like, oh, well, I can see all the pixels. Yeah, great, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but the promise has always been there. And I don't know, but I, I mean, it still feels weird to me when I see a show where obviously they've gotten all the computers from Microsoft and everybody's using like running their Etsy business or whatever off of those things. Mm-hmm. I want to say in Nope. I feel like in, not Nope, in um Get Out. That's all, it's all Microsoft stuff. And like, that's fine. But like, I am mean, saying, you're kind of like, really? Like if you were a professional photographer, is that really what you would be rocking? The the equivalent of like a Vio, a, a but like even more of a toy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is, it is costly. So my, my advice, nobody asks, but my advice would be uh, to do what Dan did, which is to try try out the different versions of this. And <laughs> same reason, for example, I took my computer to Walgreens last night because I I wanted to see what my actual screen would look like with these actual reading glasses on. Why guess? Why I not guess. just go try? Well, why why not just go do the thing you want to do? Go oh, look dumb. Well, if I if I stop doing things that make me look dumb. I will have nothing to do anymore. It needs to not be a concern of mine. And so if a man in sweatpants rolls up on a a hoverboard and and tries on several pairs of ladies' glasses and then looks at his computer, we all just have to sit with that. I know who I am. Do you know who you are? That's what I'm saying um my own but, but I mean the, the only other advice would be like oh gosh i don't know this feels like ever such an evergreen thing for everybody to keep in mind you know like your your well-intentioned grandmother or, or uncle or whoever who bought you the wrong didn't get you gi joe they got you big Jim or action jackson <laughs> or they get you the wrong doll uh-huh. and and they could never in a million years understand what how the difference no, is that's not han solo's blaster Han Solo's blaster is the coolest toy that was ever made after the box. Yeah, that, that blaster. That is sick. definitely not Han Solo's blaster. And I'm, I'm sad that this, in, in my family's canon now, I got a Han Solo blaster when I and my friends and the world all know this is not Han Solo's blaster. What I wouldn't do is try to cut a corner and buy this for, say, somebody going to college or starting high school. Like, I, I'm not saying you have to get them a MacBook Pro, or whatever i'm not saying anything but what i am saying is like oh man really understand what somebody's going to use this for because i always come back to the synology it's so easy to make a very costly mistake Mm -hmm. buying the cheap version of something that can be very good but like you really need to know how somebody's going to use it trying to fix my printer right now what kind of crazy hp 9105 is that an inkjet Hmm. Yeah, th- it's it's just my own fault, probably. Yeah, the, one of the cartridges won't fully seat, and so it won't open. And like, oh god, I've been on YouTube all day watching videos. You think your day's bad? Mm. We probably don't have time for my topic now. No, it's us do, um, it. do it. No, no, we are just one sponsor, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hello, t- hello, Tishy. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I just wanted. To, you know what? I what I will do. Um. I gotta. I gotta quit. Um. You're not hit talking about it. my topic. If, well, if I spend an hour and a half preparing something, I, I, I should be more more assertive about saying this is a thing I want to talk about. Let's talk about it. Let's get to it. Everybody's talking about ChatGPT, which is really understandable. There's the Bing thing. There's a lot Did of you get into about. the Bing, the sign-up thing? No. For no. Um, but i cuz we don't have time to go into this uh here's my quick pitch today and this means also the time i spent putting links into notes won't be lost uh chat gpt is a thing that you've certainly seen anytime you've seen the screen grabs of chats and certainly it's very boring it's like who just oh actually a youtube video i'm going to recommend in a minute the guy says like talking about your G- chat gpt's or it's kind of like talking about your dreams like nobody mm-hmm, cares mm-hmm. nobody's ever cared but when it's your chat GPT, it is it is pretty exciting. So you've seen this, blah, blah, blah. Here, uh, What I'm trying to do here is I want to provide something that might be useful for somebody who's been in the same position I'm in, which is I'm somewhere between, like, I don't have a strong feeling about AI and ML and VR and AR. I don't have strong feelings about all of those things. I don't, it's not that I don't care, but like, it's not, it's all, it's all fine. Like, if it's useful, I'll use it, Right but i'm not an enthusiast about that kind of technology um so i think like a lot of people i've I, I well unlike a lot of people i have been very obsessed with the creation of images in these things my current go-to for that is called draw things you can get it for free on the mac app store and the ios app store um but i hadn't spent a lot of time with chat gpt because why because like everybody i can never get in <laughs> you know it's always like overloaded mm-hmm. always and the thing that finally made me pop for the Rain Man account and pay for, pay a monthly amount to like get premium access, uh-huh. uh, oddly enough, it was a YouTube video uh-huh. and it is in show notes. So what I'm providing here, my God, I'm the worst at this. Um, I wanted to provide something that I think might be useful for somebody who was in the position I'm in, which is curious about this, but like, just kind of give it to me in pigs and bunnies and like, <clears throat> and like, I don't want to have to understand the entire world of AI or like, I don't even yet, I don't, I mean, it's not that I'm uninterested in the problems of bias and trying to get uh, chatbots to say the N-word, which apparently can save the universe from the trolley problem, if you do it right, if you N-word right. But um, I wanted to give you a little quick brace of links that I I really suggest. The thing that finally got me off the bubble to try this and actually pay for this account so that I could actually use it was a YouTube video um, by a guy I like a lot. It's not my favorite video of his, but I really do recommend it. This is a guy, and he has a name. His name is Tom Scott. He's uh, uh, been around for a while. And his YouTube – okay, so get past – the title. I'm glad I got past the title, but it is a dumb title, and it's called "I Tried Using AI." It scared oh, me. Oh, I saw that. I watched that one. Okay, I just and watched so, it like
1: two, a day ago. But,
0: but this was the first time that I like that I went, "Oh, oh, that actually is pretty wild." Yeah. The brace of when I say brace, I think that means two. But but basically, what I'm going to suggest to you are a couple things that are complementary. Um, so I want to suggest that you check out that video. It's in show notes. I tried AI. It scared me by Tom Scott. And the other thing I want to suggest is Stephen Wolfram's... Which, let me be clear. I have not finished this because it's very, it's very, very, very long. Yeah. But if you've heard about or seen... Like this has gone around a lot lately because uh, Stephen Wolfram Alpha is his married name. <laughs> he he basically... He just kind of does give it to you in Pigs and Bunnies. In like two paragraphs. He's like, oh, chat GPT? Let me tell you how that works. Here's how this works. It tries to... Figure out, I was going to say guess, but that's not precisely right. Trying to like reason out the most reasonable word that comes after this word, which when you think about it is bananas, given the stuff that you come up with out of this. Um, and so if, if, you're, if you're kind of new to this or you're like me, you're sort of a tourist at the chat GPT thing. Well, I started as a tourist and, and now I've gone native. Like, um, the next by Friday challenge, if I get my way, is going to be to try to run your whole life with ChatGPT. Because it's pretty crazy um, what all it does. And uh, I hope you all can forgive an old man for just being a little bit amazed. And I, 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 I you know, whatever. Like, just let me have fun. Because it can answer so many things. And it does it so well. On Twitter a little bit ago. I showed where I'd ask, and this is based on something. One time, um, a few weeks ago, Alex Cox had, had asked ChatGPT to explain Inbox Zero in the style of Tyler Durden. And it was actually really funny. Yeah. And so I asked ChatGPT, explain Morgelons to me in the style of Tyler Durden. And it was really, it was really funny and very well done. No N-words, sorry, mm. if you were hoping for that. Um, but... The 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 Stephen Wolfram thing, um, even if you don't finish it, like I didn't finish it, that that's worth looking at. So 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 this Tom Scott video, the part about this, and I don't know if this amazed you, like it amazed me. He's a so long story short, and it's longer than it needs to be because it's YouTube. But Tom Scott wanted, he discovered this thing of, you know, there's that old frustrating issue about Gmail that doesn't come up until it's a huge problem, which is that Gmail is not. I was about to say not technically exchange. But Gmail is not exchange. Like it does not work in
1: exactly the same way or or no wait, exchange IMAP,
0: right? It works like IMAP but
1: it's not it's IMAP. It's not it has like an IMAP interface but it is not IMAP. But like the the thing he's talking about is how like like your host
0: I really like labels in Gmail, but a label is not a folder, right? A label is a tag. A tag is an attribute, right? It's something that does not change the itness of that message. And the thing that he discovered much to his frustration after years of kind of vaguely assuming that all of his backups were working fine was that when you tag a message in gmail it tags the message not the thread and so a whole bunch of his stuff wasn't getting backed up right Mm. and so he took a flyer and he went to chat gpt and he said hey i want some help with google app scripting and i want to i wanted to do the following thing and it wrote a script for him and and uh, you know i'll leave it to you to, to hear the rest of this i tried the same thing and i I tried it twice, and it gave me the same code twice, and I I haven't um, installed it yet, but that got me super interested. Stephen Wolfram, interesting for like, oh, yeah, this is just trying to figure out what the next word is. That's interesting and insane. And then Tom Scott, um, this is the kind of thing you can do with it. And then there are, we'll talk more if you're, well, I want to talk more about this, probably next week. I know everybody's talking about it, but there's a reason. Like, this is a really, this is wild. And I share Tom Scott's, kind of wide-eyed fascination with this is actually, you know, like we talked about like, uh, I about to say flying cars. We talked about, you know, self-driving cars Mm. and how inevitable that was five years ago. And we still don't exactly have those that don't blow up or hit kids. But this is really far along considering. And when you, as you use it more, you start to realize little ways to like kind of prod it for the answer you want and i'll just share a couple of those real quick so i put some of these into notes um chat cheap. god unfortunately this is a chrome extension i'm using called share gpt mm. that enables you to create a link for these i wish there was just an easy way to just download the text file but whatever um and i did a few of these but like i, I hadn't gotten the vibe of it so like i would go in and say stuff like where can i get a bike tire repaired you know in my zip code and it would say, well, you know, if you want to do that, you might want to go over here to search this or that. Because, you know, that's not really what it's for. And also, I think increasingly notoriously, chat GPT was trained against information that was mostly from pre-2021. So ev- not like everything's going to be totally up to date on it. But like if, you- if you've heard somebody on NPR talk about how this could be a threat to Google, you're going to get what that class of threat represents mm. to classic, you know, search engines you're going to get it pretty quick. Because I figured out, instead of saying stuff like that, here's one. Um, So I would say things like, what's the funniest season of Mr. Show? Or what's the funniest episode of Mr. Show? And it always has like a little preamble about, well, you know, that's very subjective and blah, blah, blah. blah. And so instead, I've taken a different approach. So here's me saying, uh, what's the consensus opinion on the best season of Survivor? And... It gives me these five seasons, and and it's written. This is written way better than most articles in the Washington Post, and I do happen to agree. Uh, four of these five seasons are my favorite seasons. Mm-hmm. Of I mean, heroes versus villains, Micronesia, and Kageon are absolutely some of my favorite seasons, and I think I would recommend those as I would commend them to somebody as being the best season. Right. So the point there is like you don't say what's the best season of Survivor. You ask it a kind of question that it's more comfortable answering. I said. Um, should I be using, one point I said, should I be using spaces or tabs? Mm. And and it goes, just just for fun, right? And it, it goes like, well, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, subjective, blah, 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 blah. Instead, how about this, Dan? I said, persuade me, and I don't have a dog in this fight, but I just wanted to work the engine title. Persuade me that I should use tabs instead of spaces. And it lays out a five-point plan, consistency, customizability, efficiency, collaboration, conformance. Things like, tell me a three-minute story about George Washington and it'll do that. It'll be th- thrust would take you 3 minutes to read this story. Um this one um, uh, show me, what did I say? Teach me something about sed. I couldn't find my oneers, my one liners for sed knock. Oh, and, right. and I said, just show me some teach me some stuff about sed and it totally did. It gave me sed short for stream editor, is a powerful text processing tool. You know, okay, so uh what okay when's the last time you tried to find a recipe when's the last time you tried to book an airline ticket when's the last time you tried to do anything on the internet and like this this economy this i'm glad people have a way to make some nickels off grandma's lemonade but there's just so much grift and like pop-ups and you know we're in this whole new like age of garbage title where google has google's not as good as it used to be and it shows and sometimes you just want to know why some people prefer tabs to spaces, and I think it does that very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what was the other one I wanted to tell you about? I just think this is wildly interesting, and I want to uh, use it more. I think it's fascinating. I cannot believe what was the thing Gruber said the other day. There's he was quoting somebody, but it was with regard to Harry it Harry Harry McCracken. Harry taking some photos with his old trio, and then 15 years later with his iPhone and like the difference, and Gruber was quoting somebody as saying, we tend to vastly overestimate what can happen in one year in technology, mm-hmm. but then vastly underestimate what can happen in a decade. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a pretty good example of that. Like the this feels very hockey stick to me. Like this is not what anything AI felt like to me in my use of this stuff. <laughs> or as my friend David Watson points out, well, yeah, that's great, but like why does, why does photos keep getting confused about identifying faces. I mean, and David, an engineer, he used to work at Google, so I'm not going to argue with him about it. But, like, I mean, I think that is going to be in the implementation of that particular model. I don't think that's the fault of AI. I made a joke. I did make a joke the other night that I thought was funny. Um, and I'll read it to you. Oh, by the way, now that now that all the Twitter things have stopped working, I guess my tweets aren't being deleted anymore, which is a bummer.
1: Oh, the thing that that we have that automatically goes back and... and, Yeah, yeah. delete,
0: tweet. Yeah, yeah. I think they're all... I mean, it's just another API. Um, What did I say? Uh, Let's see. That's about bike shops. Oh, look at that dog. That dog is so cute. I said, there's something fascinating about building AI to do things we don't really understand and then getting all mad about how we don't really understand it. I said, it's like accidentally discovering how to make fire and then bitching about how some of the flames seem mean. (laughs) And I mean that in both ways you can take that. I mean, fire, as I said, David, definitionally, fire burns. Fire and burns. And sometimes it does. Of, oh, Hot water burn baby. I know Frankenstein. The and you throw the baby in a well. Yeah. Um, but nobody puts baby some, in a well. Nobody. <laughs> all right, I'll stop. <laughs> I can tell because you, you you get distracted and silly. But the, no, the I'm, thing I'm is, interested. Though, I'm
1: just it. We I,
0: don't know. <laughs> no, it's good. I like the bits. But <laughs> we don't know how the AI thing works. And that's the thing. But like, if you went around poking around trying to accidentally make create something yeah. and then you made fire, don't be mad that there's flames. Like right. that's what the thing is. It's there's a monster in that box or like who was talking about this? Somebody probably might've been on ATP, but somebody was talking about where like, if you let a, there was a video game thing where like you basically the AI just learns how to win at the video game. And in this one, like survival video game, it learned to survive and win. By raising children and eating them, which is at the very least an unconventional way to win that game, <laughs> what? but that's what—that's what how game I was do. that? i don't know, I don't know. But that's—but that's—that's what the thing is. It's not. I mean, it's not like you're going to some board of governors and asking, you know, a bunch of guys in Ponznes right. like, "What's the most effective way to implement our strategy?" It's going to figure out how to cook a baby, and you—you you oughtn't be over mad about that. And maybe we learn something from that, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe sometimes we really do. You got to say the N word to save the universe. And you know what the N word is? No, no, nuclear, nuclear, nuclear. As you say, nuclear. Okay, thank you for your patience. Um, should we button this up? Yeah, we
1: could button it up. Okay, I love you. I love you too, Merlin man. <laughs>